0: Rational, the podcast in which two Mostly Rational sisters answer your questions. This episode is a bit special in that we are recording in Tawny's new home state of New York. That's right, she packed up her car and drove all the way over here from California. And much to her dismay, I immediately hopped on a plane and came to visit. It was very, very soon. It was very soon. She's so happy. Unfortunately, I will need to go home eventually, so this will be our last episode. Just kidding, but it will be our last episode that we can record together for a long time. By the way, if any of you have tips on how to record a podcast long distance, go ahead and email MostlyRationalPod at gmail.com, because that did not go smoothly last time. Nope, not at all. So let's get started with our questions. Let's do All right, so our first question comes from Jonah, who asks, if you could go back to any point in time, whether it be in your own life or in history— but without the assurance you'd be able to return to your own time, would you try it? So it didn't specify if you would be a separate person or you could go back in time in your own body. In which case, I would definitely go back in time and live my life over again and do it right this time. But, but if that is a scenario, do you have the knowledge that you're reliving your life? Absolutely. Otherwise, okay. so you worthless. just get to make up that rule. But yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it means going back in time as an additional person, not as yourself. Fine. Boring, but Fine. Uh, In that case, no. (laughs) time travel. So boring. (laughs) I enjoy living here in the future where the internet lives and where Netflix lives and Uber lives and um, my medical insurance lives and all that stuff. Um, And also nothing bad ever happens in this current time that we live. So I don't know why anyone would ever go back. Everything's perfect right now. Yeah, we live in a great world. I don't watch the news. <laughs> i really don't though <laughs> it's, it's miserable so what would you do tawny um if i could go back to any point in time i don't think i would want to go in my own life i've already lived in my own life and i despite the many many mistakes i've made i wouldn't want to change anything in my like three life. out of five stars right <laughs> <laughs> that's optimistic um i so if i was going to go back in time i'd want to you know, go back significantly, but I just don't know if it's worth it if I don't have the assurance that I'd be able to return back to this time, because I'm just so used to this time. Okay, but if you could go back in time and have the reassurance that you could come back, would you change the course of history? Um, no. So, you love Hitler, is what I'm hearing. (laughs) No, obviously not. Um... I just don't think that I would be able to do anything about that. I mean, without messing up the future in other ways. Right, right. And also probably erasing my own existence. And the existence of millions and millions of other people, probably. Yeah. Well, Well, the
1: millions of people that died in World War II suddenly wouldn't be dying in World War II. And so we'd have a pretty different set of world conditions than we'd have right now. It was like an entire generation of people pretty much that was either... Dead or affected by the war you know, to the complete core of their being.
0: That's a very good point. Disembodied voice. Who? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who? Who said that?
1: Oh. Uh,
0: oh my gosh! Who's that guy? I've been here. Who are you?
1: You don't know. Please.
0: Tony. How? Who's this man? You don't know him. What? How long has he been here? Always. What do you mean always? Like today or like always? It's, like the whole time.
1: Guys, it's it's Every me. It's me.
0: Oh my gosh, you not. I am so sorry. I am so bad with faces. Um, Asia does have face blindness. I think we've mentioned that a few times names, on the podcast. And names, and I'm a little oblivious sometimes, so it's perfectly within the of reason that I might have not noticed a whole other human sitting with us while we recorded every single episode of all of our podcasts.
1: Asia, my friend, that's okay. I forgive you.
0: Thank you. Pal. <laughs> Buckaroo <laughs>
1: <laughs> My <I> good sir <laughs> Would
0: you like to read the next question? I
1: sure would It's from Uncle Dave Shout out to Uncle Dave Hi ladies I guess he forgot about me again I have a question for your New York City special edition podcast Were the Twin Towers paternal twins Or were they maternal twins? Follow up question Someone told me that there was an underground tunnel that connected the towers So my question is Does that make them conjoined twins? From Dave
0: Tawny, my um, eyeballs seem to have fallen out of my skull from rolling them too fiercely. <laughs> Can you Let help me, me yeah, them? Yeah, I'll go pick them up for you. Thanks. Are you good? <laughs> really good not sound effects that you made with your mouth. <laughs> Thank you. So, obviously, they are... Maternal or uh, fraternal twins, right? Because they're identical. Um, Oh, I guess I completely forgot how those genetics work. Yeah, paternal twins are not identical twins. They are formed separately in a different embryonic sac. (laughs) I thought those were fraternal twins. No, I think fraternal and maternal are the same thing, I think. Oh, I am not qualified to answer this question. <laughs> so uh, I didn't know it would be so difficult. Maternal is the answer to the first question. Follow-up question. Of, I don't know about the underground tunnel. But, well, I mean, there were um, subways that went under there. Mm-hmm. But So does that make them conjoined twins? No, because I don't think they were... Um, or does that make them the, weird tree people with roots? I'm going to go with the latter. Okay, cool. We've settled that stupid question.
1: <laughs> I would like to point out doing a... This- Small amount of fact checking that uh, the <laughs> twin towers were actually not uh, identical twins. They uh, were close. World Trade One was six feet taller than World Trade Two.
0: Um, I just wanna—I know you're not new here, but like you're kind of new here, so maybe you don't know. But um, we don't really do fact checking on this podcast, <laughs> so I appreciate a a plus for effort. Or if we do fact check, um, we have like we wait until the next episode. So we can take up more time with yeah. the correction. We like our audience to feel <clears> smart <throat> when they realize that. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, wrong. well, the thing is, okay, so we have twin cousins, right? And they're mm-hmm. um, maternal twins. They're identical, but they do have very slight differences. Like one has a couple of moles. I thought they were mirror twins. They're still in that same category. Oh, I would just. I think I don't know about twins. Paternal twins don't look alike at all. <laughs> we're giving Uncle Dave way too much. Time for this really? Yeah, dumb way question. too much credit for this. Question. Well, he was trying to make it New York themed for our special New York. That's contest. true. That's true. So I appreciate that. Props to we actually Dave. got some, even though knowledge. Angel lost her eyes over it. I know temporarily. <laughs> it's all right. <clears throat> I got them back. They're just a little dusty. <laughs> um, just real quick, guy, um, friend. Oh. <laughs> can, can you remind me how you spell your first name? Sly. Sly.
1: Sly. <laughs> you mean there's more than one way to spell it?
0: Uh, yeah, I've seen other ways. Such as? Uh, pff, well, why don't you tell me how you spell it, and then I will remember the variations <laughs> that I've seen. I'm
1: hurt, Asia. You don't remember my name?
0: I don't remember how to spell it is what I imply? am I'm implying very carefully. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Asia, it's okay if you don't remember my name. You can just tell me.
0: I would never tell you that. <laughs>
1: I guess I can't help you then, my friend.
0: Just um, do you do you have an accent mark over the, the um? <laughs> or um, do you do you put more emphasis on the or the? <laughs> I can't believe you don't know his name because like, I don't know why you guys keep saying that. I'm asking very specific questions about my friend's name. Okay. Well, it's spelled the same as all of the other ones that we know. I, maybe I never learned how to spell that name. So sue me. I can't learn how to spell every single name on the planet. And it is, um, French, if I recall. Spanish. German. <laughs> uh, I, I think you need to put her out of her misery <laughs> <laughs> i would answer for you but um you know and just i don't i don't want to do anything if you don't want me to i, I, that's, do. Okay. I
1: need- that's okay that's I, okay i i think i think it may take me a minute just to Get over the fact that Asia forgot my name. You guys but keep
0: saying that when you, I never have said you, that. If
1: you would like to fill your sister in, go for it.
0: This is my friend Brandon. Yeah, Brandon. I yeah, that's what I was gonna that's what I've been saying. Said, do you put the emphasis on the, the dun or the brun? <laughs> Did I mumble? Sorry, Brand or Dun. There, more clear. It's, it's Brandon. Brandon? Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Um. Okay. All right. How do you spell it? <laughs> I still don't know. <laughs> Wasn't lying or anything. I am brand done with this bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's way too long over there. I know. <laughs> Okay. So those of you who listened to our May the fourth episode may remember our guest host Brandon Wong. That is not the same Brandon that is here tonight. It is a different Brandon. Okay, so that other Brandon, not this one, but the other one, he sent us an email suggesting that we answer questions taken from Yahoo Answers, a place where people get lost on their way to Google. I replied and told him that we would not be doing that as there's another popular podcast which does that and we are trying not to rip off every single popular podcast gimmicks. So, of course, we (laughs) shortly received a follow-up email from Brandon with a list of Yahoo Answers questions he found. All that background was just to inform you that this was not our idea, okay? Blame Brandon. I don't care which Brandon. Just blame a Brandon. They're all the same.
1: (laughs) I resemble that remark.
0: (laughs) So we're just going to go ahead and sprinkle in some of these Yahoo Answers questions that we didn't ask for here and there when we feel like it. Like I do right now. Here is a Yahoo Answers question. Can you just say a Yahoo question? No, I like saying Yahoo Answers question. (laughs) 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 I just turned 18. How can I convince my parents to move out of my house? They leave some extra context. I already fought my dad for the deed and won it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was pretty hot and dry. He fought his dad for the deed and won it. I just really want to know what kind of fight this was. Was it like a a card game battle? Was it a fist fight? Did they... Like, was it a battle of wits? You (laughs) know, Pokemon battling.
1: (laughs) It was was clearly pistols at 20 paces. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Like that. That's the real question here. Yeah. So he turned 18. As you know, when we turn 18, we (laughs) battle (laughs) our parents for the the deed of the house. If we lose, we have to go out and make our own way in the world. If we win, our parents uh, go to a care home. That's how Hmm. it's always been. In the dawn of time. Yeah, the second you turn 18. So he won, so the question is, how does he enforce it? Apparently they won't leave. Um, I mean, call the police. They will obviously be there. Yeah, there are intruders in your house if you have you the You won the deed. I mean, next question. Has he not seen <laughs> Malcolm in the Middle? What? That's so deep a cut, even I don't understand <laughs> what you're saying. Don't you remember the episode where um, the evil grandma basically said, Says that she has the deed and tries to kick them out of their own house. No, but I do remember the episode of Try Again where that happens. <laughs> for um, a deeper cut. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, the next one. We have a perfect question for Tawny from an anonymous INTJ. Is this a Yahoo Answers question? No, this is a real question <laughs> that somebody sent in, I promise. I'm curious if being in the big city is exhausting and overwhelming for both of you. When I visited New York, I felt like the city was an assault to my senses. I felt much more relaxed when we went upstate. (laughs) Okay, so um, I read this beforehand. Mm -hmm. Um, And I started laughing because uh, we just went to the city on Sunday and I had a panic attack in Times Square. I was like already not feeling good from eating all the crappy food. And stop saying crappy on my podcast. Crappy? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with crappy. I don't like it. Here I don't like you. <clears throat> I was already not feeling good um from all the junky food we were eating. <laughs> and um then i just got completely overwhelmed and had a panic attack and was like hyperventilating and my heart was racing and i felt like i was going to pass out like but i also had to go to the bathroom and we were just wandering around forever looking for a bathroom but my legs kept like kind of collapsing a bit under me um and there was a point where we stopped next to this food cart and i was there was nowhere to stand except right in a cloud of smoke It's like smoky food smoke, and it was just the worst, and I was dying. And You guys probably can't (sighs) tell from her Instagram filters, but Tanya is 72 years old. (laughs) So we were really pushing it with her legs. (laughs) I was just miserable, and I, I hate crowds in general, even when they're significantly smaller than New York City. So yes, it is exhausting and overwhelming for me. In her defense, we did walk like 14 miles that day. Yes, over 14 miles. So. And, How um, about you, Asia? <laughs> yeah, so we both st- sometimes struggle when it's crowded and noisy and we're exhausted. And, um, I did better than you, but I, I don't know, I had more life and experience <laughs> and literal treatment to help me with these kinds of things. So maybe I'm a little bit more well-equipped to handle it. But also, it just kind of depends on the day. You can catch me on a bad day. Like today, for instance, I've been getting easily overwhelmed and agitated by every little thing. So maybe today would not have been a good day for me to go to the city. Well, the time before that I went, um, a couple weeks ago, it was very different. I felt fine. And it was a lot of fun actually um the only thing that was stressful to me was the traveling part of it um which i will talk about later um but to be fair we didn't do as many things in in the more crowded places this time we were with our uncle dave who (laughs) wanted to do every touristy thing possible which means that you're going to the most crowded places possible and like times Square and rockefeller sent and the Brooklyn Bridge um, so which are not things that I care to do and care even less to do because of the crowds and the smells, <laughs> yeah. But to be fair to Uncle Dave, you live here now, and he's trying to cram everything into his tiny yeah. vacation as quickly as possible. <laughs> exactly. I all, I mean, those are all things that I've always wanted to do. It was a bit overwhelming trying to do them all in one day, but I, you know, I kind of kick into a mood where I'm like, "Well, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it." And so I was just like, put all my energy into it, and then I died the next day. I did nothing. You live here, Brandon, and you're an INFJ, correct? I think so. Okay. So what about you? How do you feel about the big city?
1: The uh, city doesn't bother me. I lived there for almost three years. And uh, having all the culture and stuff at your fingertips is pretty much unbeatable. Uh, regardless of where you live in the city, you can always be sure to have, like, really good pizza, really good Indian food, Thai food, like, anything you want right around the corner. Um, best drinks in the world are made there. Like, everything new and cutting edge is, always starts off in new york once it gets over to the states so for me like crowds is not a big deal i'm good at just kind of shutting that out and living in my own head if i need to the times when i get the most anxious is usually in like small groups with you know people that i don't really know um, anytime that there's like a big public presence in us in the small group when i'm like you know, on the spot, having to just improvise, come up with things anytime that I'm being recorded. Um, situations like that just really like make me feel like, like I'm on a knife's edge. Like I never really know exactly what's gonna happen next.
0: Well, you must be having a good night then. So sure. I get that, like, part of things, you know, because, or as far as the, um, you know, just being close to everything, having a of options available, and that's the, Reason that I would like to live in the city or, you know, uh, nearby just because the amount of things to do immediately and like around the corner. Yeah, to be clear, Toddy's not living in the city. She is living upstate. Yeah. Upstate but, bugs. But um, it's just, I think the overwhelming touristy parts where you can't walk two feet without somebody taking a selfie and getting in your way. Oh my goodness. The Instagrammers I thought I was bad, but there were people with, like, their mom, like, they drive their moms out to the city to take model photos of them. <laughs> like, so many Instagram husbands and boyfriends, like, crouching down into uncomfortable positions while their girls, like, yeah, grabbed their hair and posed, arched their backs in front of some ugly building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty... Um... It's funny, but also just annoying when they're, like, right in front of you and you're trying to walk down the sidewalk. Oh, or walk down the Brooklyn Bridge. They were, like, stopping entire, like, crowds of traffic yeah, for photos. It was very rude. Yeah. Um, anyway, I had fun. It was exhausting, but I think if I were going to live in the city, I would like to live in Chinatown because that was actually my favorite part. Yeah, same. I, I really liked it there, and it wasn't, like, the same kind of crowded. It wasn't nearly as bad. People, it was crowded in, like, a city way. People going to do things and, like, going to the shops and stuff. But it wasn't, like, that selfie sort of touristy crowded. I also had the best kimchi ramen of my life in Rockefeller Center. Oh, my goodness. That was good. Yamaran. So good. So, um, Yahoo question? Yahoo question. Yahoo question answer? Yahoo answers question. (laughs) 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 It's not that hard. All right, um... Is prescription drugs like neurontin? <laughs> <Is, laughs> neurontin. You're pronouncing that like I pronounce baron. Is prescription drugs like neurontin considered to be practicing witchcraft? Asia, <laughs> would you like to answer this? Okay. When I saw this, I laughed, but then I was like, "Is there possibly a reasonable explanation?" why this person asked this question. So I looked it up and um, the answer is no, there's not a reasonable explanation, but I do know where they got the idea in their heads. Um, The company who makes that drug internally, like within the company, they were referring to it as like a witch's brew They were also referring to it as snake oil. These two things were used in a court case against them, even though it wasn't really any kind of actual evidence because they referred to it as that because it had so many indications. Like it could be, the drug could be used for so many different things. So for epilepsy or for bipolar disorder and migraines and things, but it wasn't supposed to officially be treating all those different things. But so just internally, because they knew it could be used to be treated, but it wasn't approved for that. They were calling it snake foil and witch's brew. It was something like that. Anyway, I kind of just skimmed the article. But anyway, this person was not being as off the wall and ridiculous as I thought they were. They were still not being very smart, though. <laughs> yes, because Yahoo answers questions typically are very intelligent. Yes. Yes. Brandon, would you like to ask the next question?
1: Sure. Uh question, how do you feel about your own personal safety in New York City? I was pretty paranoid while in the city. I was too chicken to ride the subways. Uh first of all, random person, uh congratulations for admitting that you would never cut it in the city. You should just go home and live in Kansas where you belong. When I lived in the city, I never felt paranoid. Um maybe that's just because I was, you know, young and didn't care, but um I mean, I would sleep in the subway on my way places, like especially if it was a, a route that I knew. I'd always be sure to just, like, I just knew where to wake up, and I'd always wake up at least a stop or two before I needed to get off the train. Obviously, like, in New York, the trouble, like, hangs out in the same areas, so as long as you have a reason to be where you're at. Um I spent a considerable amount of time up in the Bronx when I lived in the city, and um I always walk, you know, you just walk with purpose, and... Don't be acting like a tourist doing the Instagram selfie thing and you're usually just fine. I will say that safety in New York, uh, I felt safer in the middle of downtown Tel Aviv, Israel, than I did anywhere in New York City.
0: Wow, that did not sound reassuring. I didn't feel scared at all in New York City, but um, we did mostly stick to fairly touristy areas, so I don't really know about any parts that would be scary. Um I mean, took some mild precautions. Like I kept my money and stuff close to me. I had my hand on my phone almost the entire time. You know, like I had my money in a bag that was under my shirt in a little fanny pack. And so as long as I had that stuff secure, I was pretty much fine. I don't know. I Things that scare me like are shadows and um, scary cartoons and <laughs> nothing that can actually hurt me. Things that do not scare me. Going into the woods by myself. Going into the city by myself. (laughs) I don't really have um, a a logical sense of fear. So maybe you are more developed that way than I am. I don't know. I'm pretty paranoid wherever I go. Honestly, even when I was in California and just going to, you know, like Sacramento or Roseville or anything like that, which... I mean, Roseville's supposed to be kind of a safe place. But I'm just, like, paranoid anywhere where there is not... um, Where it's not the country. (laughs) Because that's just what I'm used to. Living in a very small town in the country where it's considered to be super safe. Like, the safest area. So anything besides that made me a little paranoid. But I don't think it was any more so in New York City. I don't like the subways. But it's not because I'm scared of them. It's just... That they're disgusting, and like well, one of the last times I was in the city, I hopped into a subway, and my friend was like, "Don't look, Tawny," <laughs> and of course I immediately looked, and there was vomit all over the no. the floor, and I Tawny I just has that phobia it's, of it's called emetophobia. <laughs> it's very severe. So anyway, I freaked out just a tad, <laughs> and immediately hopped off that. Subway car and went into the next one. Um, so it, I'm not really concerned as much about my safety as just like the diseases. <laughs> yeah, Tawny Tawny and germs do not mix well, and so a crowded city is going to give her some anxiety. Yeah, and lead to panic attacks in the middle of Times Square when there's people just <laughs> sneezing all over you every two seconds. Like, I mean, that was a concern for me. I kept my gloves on on the subway and, and stuff, and I was washing my hands a lot. But I don't know. I think I also just forget most of the time. <laughs> to worry. So, Yahoo answer question? Yahoo question answer. Yahoo answers question. <laughs> lose a fight? I'd be scared if I'm going to lose a fight before I fight. How can I not feel this way? (laughs) So to be clear, the question itself was just lose a fight. (laughs) I'd be scared. (laughs) I'm going to lose a fight. fight. I'd be scared too. Um, don't fight. Problem solved. (laughs) Yeah, if you don't want to feel that way, don't anticipate fights. Oh, maybe this person lives in a place where they just can't avoid it. So how do they? How do we keep them from being scared? hit first drink hit hard just don't lose yeah don't lose you gotta win go yeah. for the jugular but what if they know like for they just know they're gonna lose oh then just go limp play dead i don't know why you would even begin the fight if you know you're gonna lose just run away like <laughs> have that if you have the fear use the flight not the fight <laughs> This is perfectly sound advice. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what we're here for. Okay. Next question. <laughs> toll roads. Yay or nay? They seem so plentiful on the East Coast. I don't think there are any in our area. Would this area benefit from having toll roads or would people be clueless as to how to use them like they are with roundabouts? So, I discovered toll roads recently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um the only tolls really in, in California are, are like on the way to the Bay Area or in, in the Bay Area area. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we all know how to use them basically. Yeah. Cause we all go down there. Um, I think the only thing that bothers me about toll roads other than them taking all of my money and also the fact that they create a lot of scary traffic situations is that they cause those situations because they don't give you enough warning of where to go. Um, and there's usually not enough cash lanes in my opinion, but um if you're driving through Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. I found recently that it's like just so many tolls, just endless tolls if you're taking the fastest route anyway. Like, like how much do they 80. cost per toll? It varies. Some of them are just like less than $2, and then some of them are like $20. Oh my goodness. So it's kind of ridiculous. Um, and then when I was driving to the Newark Airport recently, it was, there was also a few tolls. But I found out afterwards that there's a an alternate and supposedly faster route that is not on a toll road. And the thing is, I could understand their... Benefit, But the roads here are still so garbage, <laughs> such garbage, that it's like, what good are they doing? Where is that money going? Yeah, so I don't want to get political. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't get political because I don't even know which political parties are in agreement with me here. But, <laughs> but... So we were driving down these New York highways, and I was like, wow, look at these gas prices. They're so much – they're like a dollar cheaper than in California. And my dad said, yeah, because they get you with the tolls instead. And I was like, oh, probably correct and that was making me think about the reason our gas money is so high in California is because of all the gas taxes and that made me start thinking about why do they charge why why do they tax the gas doesn't that disproportionately hurt poor people who also must buy this gas for the same price but um then I googled stuff and and uh, I guess our gas tax pays for like 19.1% of the road repair and stuff and maintenance in California, which doesn't seem like a whole lot, but I can't tell if I would rather have tolls or have cheaper gas. The tolls seem extremely inconvenient. Like I never have cash on me for one thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I guess probably everybody has a fast pass or something. You know, what's really annoying is that I got a fast track. Immediately before I moved here to the East Coast where I need an easy pass instead. Ooh, can I have yours? Yeah, actually, I wanted yes. to take it with you. That'd be great. <clears throat> um, but yeah, we, I, I'd have to do some math to figure out which of these hurts people who are financially challenged like me more, <laughs> <laughs> but like I cannot afford gas in California and I don't travel all the way to where the toll is either. So I just don't know. Yeah. Our roads in California do seem maybe slightly better, though. Yeah. So maybe we're doing something right. (laughs) They are, in my opinion. You disagree?
1: The reason why the roads are so crappy out here, yes, I said crappy Asia, deal with it,
0: is because... um... (laughs) She's going to bleep you out. (laughs) So stupid.
1: If she's gonna bleep me out, that means I can basically say anything I want, right? That's
0: gonna make it sound like you are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Should I just do it? No. Um, <laughs> the reason why the roads are so crappy over here is because we, you know, average, you know, close to probably like three to five feet worth of snow every year. And That's the solution true. out over here is rather than enforce traction control like in California, where no one actually knows how to drive in the snow. Since it's a fact of life over here, they just pour like butt tons of salt on the road. You're gonna bleep out butt tons too. Um, I didn't say
0: anything. Say butt load. It's an actual form of no. measurement. <laughs> butt load. Yep, yep. The butt. It is uh, 126 gallons.
1: The cubic butt load is just the equivalent of the metric crap ton. Um, the uh, they 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 just take butt butt tons butt butt load tons
0: <laughs> <laughs> butt load. This podcast is like rated R now. <laughs> yeah
1: so the, they they just solved the problem by pouring a bunch of ga- a bunch of salt on the roads and then that just causes expansion and contraction and all that stuff and it just jacks the roads up the roads up more and eats people's cars for breakfast so
0: yeah so i was told to wash my car often like to get the under part of it washed um because the salt just wrecks it
1: Yep, it's the worst
0: so that's cool i'm glad that my underbody is broken off and Oh, my God. It's called an undercarriage. It's not <laughs> called an undercarriage. Yes, it is. There's not one single website that said undercarriage when I was looking at how to replace it. It's because it is your underbody. Okay, so thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, here's hoping that we figure out a way to keep the show going long distance. If you'd like to support our show, help us get better equipment, and earn some perks, please visit patreon.com slash rational. Also, if you'd like to help us out for free, reviews and comments on iTunes are huge for us. And also, please share links to our show with your friends. We really appreciate it. To send in your questions, stories, jokes, comments, etc., visit MostlyRationalPodcast.com or email us at MostlyRationalPod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at MostlyRationalPodcast and Twitter at MostlyRational. Okay, Michael, why don't you close us out with a Yahoo Answers question. What?
1: Yeah, yeah, sure, of course I will. Uh, here we are Yahoo Answers Question Why did Genghis Khan invade, that's invade with a T E, uh, invade the US with his Japanese army?
0: First of all, that was a typo. Second of all, who's Michael?